Welcome to Dead Cell number seven, the FPV drone and other RC podcasts, but we keep forgetting to talk about other things RC except for crawlers. But this is legit episode seven. Now, last episode, uh, I called it the wrong name. I keep calling them the wrong numbers because I don't know, but I counted before we started this episode. I'll have you know, I, I went, I counted the fucking number, and this is legit episode seven. So, congrats. Congrats, Graham, for doing um seven episodes, not quitting yet. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's finally Yeah, how does that feel? Seven episodes. Seven. It feels like seven. It feels like just yesterday that we recorded episode six. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It feels like just last week. Just feels just like if y'all haven't caught on yet, we do a new episode every single Tuesday. We usually record on Tuesdays and we drop the episodes on Tuesdays. So tune in every Tuesday, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, uh, to listen to this god awful podcast that we're trying to make. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Hopefully one day. It or will don't, be- or f- go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, all right, so the first thing I want, I, I think we should discuss is the, 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 um, the micro drones. You want to talk about micro drones? I think. Sure. I want to start. Great way to start in FPV. Yeah, so exactly. So we're going to talk about micro drones. This is going to make sense because it's going to, it's going to, transition into the next topic. So uh, the micro drones, uh, tiny whoops, 65 millimeter, tiny, uh, 31, wait, yeah, 65 millimeter, tiny whoops, 75 millimeter, tiny whoops, three inch toothpicks. Huh? Don't forget 85. Don't forget 85, 85 millimeter. 85, that's why I have that, one of them. Is that the preferred racing size or is it 75? The racing does 65, like the 1S. No, a lot no. Of racers, no, 2S. They're on that 2S fucking train yeah. from what I've seen. So they do like either 75 or 85 mils. Maybe some racing, but I know that uh, our multi GP did a lot of one S races. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, that's sixty five because yeah, one yeah. S. But you could, I, I beef the fuck out of my sixty five millimeter. Uh, so I originally had just like tiny whoop mo- nineteen hundred k nineteen thousand kV motors. I feel like, like I've been, I'm repeating myself. If I've said this before. Uh, you guys can, and you rem- anyone remembers, just let me know. But uh, I upgraded my motors to a higher KV, and they did really well. But I was sagging really bad, so I ordered a bunch of the uh, BT 2.0 connectors and replaced them on all my batteries. Mm-hmm. And it's insane how much better it is. Oh, really? I didn't Over realize. The yeah, I didn't understand wow. how how crazy it was gonna be because that noticeable huh when i'm flying when i was flying the 1s you know uh whoop with the ph connector it would sag to like and i'd still be able to fly for a while but it would sag to like 3.2 you know 3.1 right but now with these it sags to like a normal like 3.6 so there's a it's it's a noticeable difference and also it feels like i have more punch and more and my battery is like performing better overall. So that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Just uh, changing the adapter. So I find it yep. interesting though, instead of just ordering some BT 2.0 mm-hmm. batteries, you swapped out your fucking old GMBs with and put BT uh, yeah, things on. But I, I only had 10, 10 batteries. I have 10 G, GNB batteries. I actually destroyed one in the process because I broke the lead off. And I can't solder the, this little thing. So um, maybe I'll just like see what happens here. 
Oof, that dab helps. I am higher ready? than Joe Rogan's therapy bill. You ready? What's going to happen? So those of you can't see it, homie's jiggling a battery around for some reason. What are you? Is that smoke? Yeah, I just saw smoke on that. Oh, you're gonna die, dude. You're he, he's dead. For oh my god, for Spotify and iTunes listeners, he just jiggled around the wires on a one S and it exploded. I didn't know they could explode with such a force. I'm dead now. Damn, this fool's dead. That's crazy. Now he's a ghost. Uh, yeah. Damn, so bro. I did replace the connectors. I did replace the connectors, but I am from now on going to be purchasing <coughs> the BT 2.0 batteries only. All right, so here's just, your first piece of advice that we agree on. Yeah. Um, BT 2.0. If you're starting off, if you're buying a Whoop to start off an FPV, skip the PH connector. That's like the weird white one with the fucking dick vein on it. You want to go to the BT 2.0, which is going to be like an XC60, you know, flat on one side, rounded on the other. If you'd like that dick vein joke, I noticed that. Yeah, that was humorous, but let's try to keep it together here, bro. Let's just try to fucking present the facts as they are and let everybody else decide what's funny or not. <laughs> so step one if you're new to fpv get a tiny whoop because it's for real I, I say get a whoop because it's a lot easier to fly around has a lot less weight so you're less likely to catastrophically break a bunch of shit i don't want to say it's easier to replace it's cheaper but like soldering whoop stuff kind of fucking sucks if you got bad eyes like me but it is it is a better way a cheaper way to start in fpv and if you're gonna go that route get the bt 2.0 don't don't use the old school fucking dick veins they suck yeah, so and uh, with a with the tiny whoops, uh, you can you can opt into the bind and flies, um, but if you feel like you're you're one of those people that just has to build shit and has to tinker, you can buy all in one boards that have everything, so you don't have to solder anything. Like Happy Model anything? makes, yeah, you won't even like Happy. Uh, no, the cameras have plugs. If oh. you, and that's the thing too. Make sure. All right, so. That's another thing too. If you if you're like I want to build a tiny whoop, make sure that the and you don't want to if you don't want to solder but you want to build a tiny whoop, make sure you get a uh, a flight controller that has motor motor connectors, and those are a Pico blade something or whatever connectors I forget. Actually, I have some of those. Hold on. Yeah, little light connectors on the bottom of the flight controller. Yeah, but they're different size than like a actual uh, um, JST. But then right. JST then has like 30 fucking sizes, man. JST yeah, is one of the most confusing things to buy shit for. Is. But there's a never, Pico, never buy it on eBay. You'll get your wrong size. There's numbers that you can look up, but but there's the standard Maybe. size and the camera size inside the flight controller is like is that is a normal JST that you would have for like a motor ESC or a motor ESC connector on your uh fucking whatever it's called, uh regular drone. Uh so then and then, um, and also make sure that it has a VTX and ELRS in it or whatever protocol you use, but preferably ELRS just cause it's, you know, it really is the best radio protocol right now. Yeah. Uh, it's becoming the standard very yeah. quickly, which is pretty cool yeah. to see. Uh, and the best part about ELRS that is it's open sourceness. So anyone can just build it. So then therefore it's, it's just. Having one standard radio protocol just seems to make more sense because we have standards for pretty much everything else. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's a tangent that we'll go on later. So the first it used thing, to be <clears throat> the bad. first thing, uh, then so with the tiny whoop build, just make sure you you have the right cables. Um, like buy buy like tiny whoop nano 
camera uh, that has a, those have like a cable coming out of it that'll plug right into the flight controller. You don't have to solder anything. That's so, handy as shit. Yeah. So, and it's the Runcam Nano 4. And if you get that from Tiny Boop's website, they have one that has the cable that plugs into it. So you can just like- That's for analog, it. obviously. Yeah. Yeah, analog. I mean, if you are if you want to run digital on a Tiny Whoop, you really only have two options. You either run Snail or HD0. Yeah. So no DJ, still no DJI. Like how long has DJI been around for FTV and they still have not made a whoop board for everybody? The fuck out yeah. of here, man. The best thing that they, they very have, easily could have. The best thing we have right now is that beta FPV frame that will hold a air unit. We haven't seen so, that. Don't care. Yeah. So that's about it. So if you run DJI, you're kind of fucked as far as tiny whoops go. You should probably just get analog or HD zero or walk snail. So you can enjoy the gift of whoops. Whoops are very fun. The FUV gods gave us these tiny crafts to enjoy. Jesse Perkins, Newbie Drone, and a few people fucking Weebly and FPV and them um, accelerated the, the the growth of the technology. So now we have some like pretty goddamn good flying tiny whoops. We, they fly pretty damn well now. As somebody who I saw the world's first tiny whoop building dive. <clears throat> I saw a lot of firsts for tiny whoops. We used to dream of the day we would have HD tiny whoops, and now we have three different options that you can have. It's pretty fucking cool. It's pretty awesome to see. And the fact that they fly so much better nowadays is pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. My I have they mine. Used to fly garbage. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I'm 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 turning into like a micro person now. I didn't think I would because I love flying five inches, but sometimes I just don't even want to leave and do anything. So I'll just yeah go in my backyard, just fly it in my house. My dog fucking needs to get that it, fix. But, <laughs> yeah, I got to get that fix. Yeah, and I don't want to leave my house and go find a place to fly. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I uh, used to have a permanent track set up in my house before I met my girlfriend when I just lived by myself. I had fucking gates all around my living room and kitchen. Like I have a small house. It's a row home, you know, you go straight back. It's like fucking 800 square feet, but I had a whole bunch of gates and then me and my buddies, they'd come over and we tiny whoop race and we had time trials and I still have like some of the times written down on my wall. Just like whoever the fastest lap, you know, we write their name and the time and that was super fucking fun. And you can do that show tiny whoops like anywhere you want, you know, like this, um, uh, July 29th, I'm doing the Philadelphia meetup, right? You come into that, you come into the Philly meetup yeah july 29th so uh at night around like 8 p.m we're doing a tiny whoop jam sesh and that's the same thing we're just gonna set up a bunch of gates and fly around and have fun something you can do with tiny whoops yeah it's sick tiny whoops are the... very beginner friendly yeah so um but ultimately i think for tiny whoops the best the best bet is just to buy something bind and fly and then i agree most of the bind and flies though have really low kv motors so Make sure that 25,000 KV and higher are, are the best, I think, for like a 1S. Anything above I have no 20- opinion on that. I, I, I don't know about that shit, but <clears throat> I will say that's accurate. Bind and flies are underpowered. Yeah. So like if you just put a, um, you just replace the motors. And um, I think some of the best motors, uh, Tiny Whoop has some good motors, but they're, they seem to always be out of stock. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, we bleed FPV has some fantastic motors in the Rebe- series. And and even those hypertrain BB Bubby motors, the A0802s are pretty good. So you've got options or whatever. Uh, so <laughs> Well, I'm just saying I, I was shaking my head yes, but I don't know anything about them. So Yeah, well they're good. They're the thing is, is like all the shit is the same. For the, yeah, for the yeah, yeah, it's all, motors, there's 
there's three fucking factories. There's one tiny group. There's one factory that makes them. You know what I mean? Like not literally, but I'm sure it's under five. I'm well, sure the there's is, under five factories in Shenzhen that make tiny whoop motors. So, so what, I, what I learned is that there may be only three factories that produce them, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that it doesn't mean that it's always, it's the same. It's, it's basically right. like you can have the same kitchen, make the same food, but if you have three different chefs in the kitchen, it's going to be different. So right, like, I'm saying you're gonna have the same fucking uh, dough and the same fucking sauce, though. Is what yeah, I'm but, like materials wise and shit, you know, there there's gonna be better materials and lesser materials as far as cost and everything. Yeah. So the more but so it, what I what I found is that a lot of the like better, higher, more expensive motors just have better engineering and QA that go into them. So you have paid like, for. Yeah, exactly. Paid for, and that's that's sort of where that is. But you could. You know, like I think I think there was a video a long time ago. Steel mentioned there was a steel video where he was talking about that in these factories. There's like three buckets. I don't know how he exactly explained. There's it. It like A, B, and C. You know, A mm-hmm. is like the best shit. Then B is like the shit that's like eh, it's not so good. Then C is just the garbage. You know, mm-hmm. but it's it's like you make a Foxier VTX and it's like oh this one's not as good, so we're gonna sell it to. Uh, and Get Chinese English word name generator company B is going to sell this one. And then like, you know what I mean? So that's right. sort of. And then you maybe don't do as much QC testing on, on batch B or whatever. Yeah. Maybe batch A, the premium one, you quality control test every one. Batch B, maybe QC every 10 that come through the line. Yeah. And then just tell the customer they soldered wrong when they get a yeah. unit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what happens when you buy from like a company like, um, you know, Sky Stars or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't know shit. Crazy about Dolphin. Stars. I just like, I just like <laughs> Crazy Dolphin. Uh, crazy Dolphin's legit though, dude. They're up and coming. Look out for Crazy Dolphin. <laughs> Is that a real name? Fuck no. Just make I mean, it will be. It will be it in will three be. months. We'll make yeah. Um, the funniest shit too. No, about- that's our battery. People want our battery. Sorry to interrupt you, but real quick, oh, yeah. people want our batteries. Did you see those comments? Yes, I know. I know. Last okay, last episode we talked about we want to make some little Woot batteries or something, and people are pretty pretty uh, hype on those, so we might have to do that. Yeah, someone recommended something, but we'll have to find. Um, you know Jesse Perkins, though. Why don't you just ask him? I do. Well, they, uh, they make his battery. Yeah, he, they have solid batteries. Yeah. Just see if he'll see if he'll like he'll he'll help us like make some, and then we could just he could just take a cut or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I would love to do that because I don't care that much about making money on him. I would just like to make a good battery. With like our if we can make like a dollar or if you can make like a dollar or 50 cents per battery, that's fine or whatever. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Something just to help with the show. Yeah, definitely. To pay for this, these programs and shit that we're pirating. Definitely. Yes. It'll help out. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that was a joke. That was, we pay for everything. <clears throat> Everything's fucking legal. Yeah. So. Except for, oh, well, except for this what? is like somehow. Somehow it's like just giving me a free version for a year or so without paying for it. But I didn't well, do that. Not after this. Not after you said <laughs> that out loud. So for new FPV pilots, <clears throat> we did, we both recommend, I would say, right, starting with something small, lightweight to learn how to fucking sticks work. Get on a sim. A sim is going to help. Get a good radio. When you're starting off and you got to spend, you, you know, you have a limited budget, I'd say definitely get a good radio with that if you have to pick something. To spend the more money, you know what I mean. If you pick something to buy good, buy a good radio. Maybe buy some used goggles and shit, and like a bind and fly hundred dollar fucking whoop to start. But the radio you're gonna use, like 
the majority of your career goggles too but if you only had to pick one i would say get a good radio because shitty sticks feel shitty and you won't progress as a pilot with shitty gimbals okay sketchy as shit what i think you should i i think that any new pilot should do now this is there's two options that i have here okay if you have the opportunity right if this is something that you have the opportunity to do do this if you know somebody who does fpv if you know somebody who does fpv and they're serious about it and they have a tiny whoop get in this first get in a simulator for like a couple of hours or whatever learn how to fly it and then ask them to fly their tiny whoop to see if you like it because if you think you're going to like it for the long term then i would just suggest right off the rip picking a, a system that you want to do video and then a really nice controller and spending the $900 or whatever, whatever it's going to cost to get that, that stuff, that initial like equipment, because what you don't want to do is buy like $150 box goggles because they're cheaper because you just spent all this money on a five inch drone or, you know, a cheaper radio because, you know, it's just cheaper. And then you realize yeah. six yeah. months, you can't really get down- away from goggles. Yeah, and then six months down the road, you're like, fuck, now I have these shitty goggles and this shitty radio, and I know that I need to buy new shit. So just buy the good shit up front. And whatever that is, I don't, I can't tell you what that is. Um, but that would be my recommendation. And if, and, but if you don't know somebody who doesn't fly FPV, get in the simulator and then, I don't know. It's really difficult because I don't, uh, I don't think it's, I don't want to, cause what I did is I bought shit that I should, I didn't need to buy. And I wish I would have just bought good shit right up front. Um, I mean, I own four sets of goggles just to put it into perspective. <laughs> so like, uh, but like, um, and, and I would just start digital, pick a digital system. Don't start analog. I would just find a digital system and just go for it because you're, you can buy, like, let's say you want to do HD zero. I think the HD zero is the best system because the goggles allow you to attach basically anything to it. So yeah. walk snail is, is, is catching up with DJI pretty quickly and mm-hmm. you can get a walk snail VRX on your HD zero goggles and have two systems right and, there. Um, analog module and analog too so you're set so so three systems in one yeah and that's kind of why i don't really recommend dji for anybody because dji is kind of like buying um a very proprietary type of system it's like buying like mac yeah it's like buying a mac or uh buying a uh or more so buying a gaming pc that's already pre-built but you can upgrade those but you're paying more yeah you can upgrade those but you can but why would you do that when you could just, it's, you know, it's the, the analogy is like ecosystem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, it's, it's all proprietary stuff. DJI, you're not going to be able you can't like HD zero. You can plug an HDMI cord into it and then plug that into an HDMI monitor and show somebody your video. You can't do that with DJI. You have to buy their thousand dollar monitor, their thousand dollar proprietary monitor to be able to do true. something that simple. You can use your phone Wait, or an iPad, you can use your phone, iPad or an Android tablet. That's not an HDMI. That's on HDMI monitor, though. I'm talking no, about an you, HDMI monitor, just a monitor, a TV. Yeah, but you. I mean, either way, you can ha- you can have a, a computer. Yes, I'm talking about a monitor, a TV, yeah, just a simple a monitor, fucking no. little device. You can't do that. Yeah, you, you have to buy. 
yeah. their monitor. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. That's or use their app. Yeah, it is on purpose. And it's stupid because... And the only way to do analog on um, DJI is to have the V2 goggles, which are basically almost obsolete at this point. And then you have to do you some... You can't like, wait. You can only do it on the V2 goggles? I don't think the goggles... I don't know. Someone's going to correct me, but I don't think the goggles, too, have a way to plug in odd video. Wait, what hold on. What about the original see. goggles? Goggles to DJI... That'd be uh, that'd be super rude if so. The new ones that that are like really small, yeah. Uh, video that's gonna alienate a lot of people because people want to fly tiny whoops and micros, and DJI refuses to build a tiny whoop VTX. Like it can be done. Waxnail did it. Why the fuck can't DJI do it? God um, bless Waxnail for that too, man. I I may not run Waxnail or care for it, but I'm stoked with what they're doing. Like I fuck with Caddx, Speedy B, fucking. Run cam, whatever. Those kind of, all right, those ones aren't together. I think it's just Caddx at Locks now, but all the reps have been cool to me. Uh, you know, they've been in FPV for a while and have a pretty decent track record from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, I don't think the DJI Goggles 2, the newest edition of the DJI Goggles, mm-hmm. support an input, a video input. They also so basically, fog up pretty yeah, bad so from you, what I've seen. So the thing is that, here's the thing. If you want to fly micros and fly a larger drone, then you're going to have, and you want to fly DJI on the larger drones, then you're going to have to have another system for your smaller drones. Analog. Yeah, that. So at that point, the versatility of just having, and I had, I ran DJI for a while. I have DJI goggles right now that I don't, I have that I use for like a O3 on, so on a seven inch. I'll eventually be switching. I just haven't really thought about it yet. Um, but that's, a just another thing that you have to have when when you could mm-hmm. you know just have one set of goggles and do everything that's that's what i would recommend but if you don't care and you're like i'm only gonna fly you know three and a half inch and and five inch then yeah that's fine you can run a um whatever it's called the dji dji yeah but uh <clears throat> you won't be able to run really anything smaller than that so because the O3 air unit really doesn't fit on shit. No, fit in shit. It fits in the Grinderino, though. Speaking of yeah. small frames, the Grinderino will be out, I think, by the time this episode drops. Yeah, it will be. Uh, Grinderino fits O3, no problem. Yeah, so. My print. About to lift off the bed and ruin two hours worth of work, I think. We'll find out uh, later. What happened? Got my, my printer is just peeling off the bed. I didn't do a brim, so it's peeling off the corner of it doing some yeah. some shit for a video but Man. we'll see that you all you all see what this is about soon enough what did you yeah, print that thing's wiggling fuck uh mount for my instant camera oh okay fuck, it's gonna wiggle you got right an insta 360 like, yeah did you get the new one no they uh they don't send me shit anymore because uh i didn't fucking pimp them out enough Oh. They'll send you free shit until you like don't make ten videos on the product and pimp their stupid links. I mean, they they were cool. I, I like Insta360. I appreciate them hooking me up with free shit, but I didn't I, I didn't spam their affiliate links enough for their liking. So now they don't send me anything anymore. Um, you got to make the big old Casey Neistat video for that, you know. I was surprised he did that. Like I that was, was like, so... wow, this is just a glorified tech review. I think I even left that comment on the video. I was like, this is just a glorified tech review affiliate link video. Like, it's just a commercial. Tons of people. Had, yeah, it was. That was kind of crazy. 
but, but it I makes understand, sense. you know, <clears throat> if he likes to make videos and he, he can't think of anything to make a video on and he's like, well, I could make, you know, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in affiliate links, but make this video do that and fucking go surfing or whatever. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, he does make commercial video for like a living for a living. I mean, but, you he, know, if he if or he did, yeah. so. However, if he would ever do any serious project, I highly doubt he would grab an Insta360 Go and use that in the project. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of... If, use, like... People use, like, GoPros and shit for high-end stuff now. No, for sure. I've seen that, but, like, I don't know. Unless this camera is a lot better than it used to be. Well, I'm just saying from the aspect of him right. making a commercial for that for them and putting it on his channel is not really different than what he does for a living, so... He just yeah, made a commercial. true, true. He just, just he wasn't the director. He did everything. He was the actor and director. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to uh, put commercials on my YouTube channel ever. I don't know. I guess I'll get to that point with the flip. Well, if I see, it depends on how many zeros I see. You know what I mean? Uh, so in FPV, when you do <clears throat> reviews, you make zero dollars. You just get an affiliate link and a free product and shit. I don't really like care about affiliate links, so I usually don't use them. Um, I, I don't even really use HD zero one, even in those fucking videos. And I love HD zero, but <clears throat> I just get a free product. So I, I'll usually, I'll say no to a lot of reviews unless it is something that has HD zero and ELRS in it. Then I'll say yes. Cause I just want to take the fucking VTX and receiver out of it and have that shit. And then I give away the rest of it. But on my second channel, that's where I started doing all my review shit. Like that's where I did my speedy B whatever drone review. I got another one coming up. Um, HD zero, Wi-Fi module and HD zero 200 milliwatt race three VTX. I'm going to be filming that video in another week or so late to the game on that, but I want to put it on my second channel. That race I want to put is how many yeah. milliwatts? I thought, I think it, I don't know. I was assuming 200. Yeah, it's 200. I don't know. Okay. That's what I thought. Ryan Q did a review on it. Did Gal, Kr I don't know if Gal Kremer did. Um, somebody else did. Well, I watched Ryan Q. Somebody else did a review on it though, but I was going to make one just, to make one to be in, you know, informational, inform, yeah, informational. Yeah, you gotta inform, inform everyone. To be informal, yeah. Yeah, to inform, yeah. Um, oh yeah, radios. Uh, we're we talking about the newbie shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? We we did we did. You should buy a you should buy a micro. We should buy a tiny whoop. You should get in the sim. You should buy a nice radio and nice goggles. But what's a nice radio, Grim? Exactly. So I think now this is all up to preference. So when I started. Actually, the first, it's crazy because what is it, July 12th? Around a year ago, roughly, sometime in July last year is when I bought all my FPV shit. My first FPV, all, my first five inch drone, which um, there is, okay, so the, the in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, there's a, uh, the, the ready made RC who owns Strix. Mm -hmm. that company they don't they sell mostly fixed wings and plain shit now. they used to make a little tiny whoop there's a little i believe Strix tiny whoop back in the day yeah so he like they don't really they don't really do that a lot anymore i've talked to the guy several times who owns that place um and he just seems to be more into planes and he's also he always said like quad stuff changes so fast and it's just not worth to keep yeah, up yeah. with it but yeah, they have some Makes stuff sense. like they have they're basically an emacs distributor Emacs reseller and hobby wing authorized dealer but either way so i bought a bunch of quad shit from them when i first started because i was i could drive and pick it up it's like 20 minute drive or whatever so i bought most of the shit except for i didn't put like video stuff in it because i didn't really understand fpv i just needed a drone i just needed to build a drone 
Uh, but either way, I bought all that stuff about a year ago and I bought a Tyrannus QX7. Uh, then yep. one that was the one that's newer that has the new that new protocol because they change protocols. Um, access FR's, or I don't remember. FR Sky, yeah, FR Sky, and <clears throat> and so I got that, and then I got an RX, whatever the good receiver they had was RXS, whatever I don't know, XM Plus. I don't remember what it was. It was the one that Joshua Barbell always said was really good, and then um, it was that, and then I had the radio. The QX7, I don't know, it's like 120 bucks. And if I would have known now what I know now, I would have not done that. I right. would have bought uh, probably a Tango. Possibly. Or or like a Radio Master something. Uh, but I don't even know if, what Radio Master had a year ago. Did they have the Zorro a year ago? Yeah, I believe so a year ago. But it's funny, my, my first radio was a Radio Master A1 or some shit. It was a clone of an FR Sky radio. It's a lot of people, uh, OGs will remember this, but Radio Master used to not be like the Boxer or the Zorro. They used, to, they used to just clone FR Sky radios, like direct copies, direct clones. So my very first radio I ever had, well, my first radio was an FL Sky piece of shit, but the first one I bought, it was $100. It was a Radio Master A1, I believe. I'm trying to find a picture of it. Um but then they started making all the other fucking like their own stuff. Well, then they started cloning like Tango Twos and Mambas and shit and whatever. But another another cloner company um, getting big. Yeah, so I would have bought I would have bought like a um, like a Radio Master or something. I th- I I have a Zorro now, but I then decided to buy another radio. So I bought a Radio Master TX sixteen. Mm-hmm. and it was just so big and i didn't really understand the. and i was like this is so big is this how radios have to be it's like that uh, if you're flying airplanes in 1974 yeah and so but racers like it too because they they just go to one place and just sit down for like 12 hours and then they go home so it yeah, doesn't really like, matter how big their radio is operate that shit yeah <laughs> like they don't they don't go out and like move around you know they're, they're not like traveling to like different places all the time so having you know, a smaller radio isn't always doesn't matter. Uh, but some guys yeah, I know that race. Yeah, yeah. So, so then um, ultimately, I ended up with the Zorro, and then I put the AGO and gimbals in it, and it's suited me really well. And I would recommend it uh, if I was starting out the Zorro or even the Tango too. It's, it's just whatever you pick. Um, don't do an FR Sky radio. Nah, definitely not. Definitely not. I no. will say I'm a lot smoother on the Tango 2 than I am on the uh, Zorro. The Zorro, I just can't get the sticks to where I like them. They're, it's so squirrely. It's just so squirrely for me. And then the Tango 2, I can just lock my quad in at any angle. And I do have my sticks on the Tango 2 tightened a little, little extra than stock. Not too much. But if you're finding yourself like your flying isn't smooth like you see on the TV, if you feel like you're squirrely and moving all over the place, your gimbals are probably way too loose. Or your fucking uh, expos and set. I, I would try a Tango too, honestly. That that would help, or something equivalent with mm-hmm. with gimbals that you can tighten and loosen a lot more dynamically. Is that a word than the uh, than the Zorro? Now, one thing to keep in mind too, if you're gonna buy like a Tango two, uh, that does not come with ELRS, and right. it comes with Crossfire, which mm-hmm. running Crossfire is fine. It's a fine protocol if you want to run it, but 
ELRS is the future. So Crossfire is <clears throat> 900 um, yeah. millihertz. Is that yeah. 900 millihertz and ELRS is megahertz. 2.4. 2.4. Is, is 2.4. So that's yeah. a difference there. So your long range stuff, your um, your R9, your first Sky R9, which is whatever. Um, your ELRS, 900 mil, milli, whatever the fuck it is. And then uh, um, Crossfire, those are all the same. And then ELRS is 5.8. As long as well as Tracer, and uh, I think that's those are it. two point two point eight or two point eight. What did I say? Two point four, not yeah. five point eight. They're they're two point four. It's okay. So eight sixty eight for um, Crossfire, and I think that the I don't know the t- that's, that's I, European I, or whatever. America yeah, is nine hundred. No, okay. I thought that the the higher frequencies were more um, had better range, right? Right. The higher so the number, the better the range. So. Cr- so Crossfire technically has better range, but ELRS has really good range, like comparable. Yeah, range. just it's it's a different, you know, it's however their little fucking burp, burp, computer and shit works, which yeah, I don't understand at all. Uh, a lot of with ELRS though is that there's um, that low rush shit in it, like the Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. I haven't done a lot of digging into it. Uh, I just yeah. did what the what the people told basically me. Basically, magic to me. I'm just like amazed that I can fly eight kilometers out on the shit. Yeah. So the benefit with the LRS two is the like the lower the number, the less the, la- the latency is a little bit. It's a little faster, responsive. Like two point four is going to be more responsive. That's why a lot of people oh, chose yeah. Tracer. That's why right, like Tracer right, right. was really popular <clears throat> and Ghost because mm-hmm. the two point four Ghost is the other one. I forgot Ghost. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost is the yeah. other one. Jesus. So I like, forget Ghost. So guys like Steel and Phantom, they fly like Steel flies Tracer and then go, Phantom flies Ghost, I think. And those guys are just like really fast. So I think that that's mm-hmm. 2.4 is really conducive for that. And then I fly ELRS and you fly ELRS because mm-hmm. I like it. It feels I so like, good. <clears throat> yeah. I like open source stuff. Like anything that I think is like open source, I think it's going to be a better option because it opens the doors for anybody to be able to make the product yeah to make yeah the, and that and that's why you see your seven dollar receivers and shit which isn't yeah. always a good thing but sometimes they work just fine and then that's good to have that option but the but but the baseline price for a receiver like a like a like a crossfire receiver is 25 dollars. but mm. then a wow it's cheap now they used to be like 40 yeah but a elrs receiver is like fifteen dollars. I, I pay seventeen, I think, from race day for the beta FPV ones, which I don't recommend the beta FPV ones, but sometimes that's all that's in stock. Uh, I try either to use the, the happy model ones when I can. Either happy model or radio master, I would I would say either one of those are good. I'd agree, I'd agree. Um, um ELRS all day, crossfire is proven, it's been around for a while, it feels good. Tracer is super fast. When I went from crossfire to tracer, I noticed the difference. I was like, I, I made a couple of videos about it, and I was like, this is a noticeably faster system. But I was having issues fail safing on tracer, so then I went back to crossfire and then I ultimately moved to ELRS when that came out. And um ELRS came out at a time when I was getting a little burnt out on FPV. I'd been using the same fucking everything, just doing the same shit flying the same spots and I needed a fucking change. So ELRS came out and I was like, let me try this. And it felt good. So I was like, sick dude. And I, I switched all my quads over to ELRS. I bought all the modules and shit. I fucking did all the little tango two stuff. And it, it kind of renewed my passion almost for FPV again, like at a time when I was getting burnt out. So that was super cool. You know, having something to nerd out again, that I was excited about in FPV. No, but if, if, but I would say that as a new pilot, if you're new, 
the best i would say steel has a video series it's like four years old on like and it's still like most of the information is still relevant right so like it's with anything with technology right what he's talking about is relevant like most of the stuff is the same but the things that he's talking about in there like the radio like get this don't listen to that stuff uh try to get newer stuff uh in regards to what's good um and he'll t i mean i've heard him tell people to just get dji which i would not recommend just <laughs> yeah. because of the because of the closed part of it the closed system you have but, to uh, register you have to register your vtx's before you can use them for dji yeah you I gotta like so you gotta invasive, activate them. man that yeah, you, you have to register them. them. You have to register. Yeah. You have to put in an email, a name, a phone number, an address. Sure, you can use fake stuff. That's activation. Yeah. Call it what it is. It's a registration. You know what I mean? It's no, putting your yeah, information in. Oh, you do. Bef they before do. it'll activate, before yeah. you can use it. That is highly. Why would you ever need to do that? They want you. They want your data. They want that data. They want that motherfucking data. Exactly. That's just too much for me, man. Yeah. So, um, and I, I like HD Zero because you just turn it on. And it's just open broadcast. Yeah. Anybody. So like if you're it. flying with someone who has HD Zero, they can just watch you with no, there's really? no like issues. So let's like want to wrap up. You want to wrap up the radio section and move on to goggles for noobs? Yeah. I'm, so radios, I'm radios, radios, the Zorro, the Zorro's good beginner radio for sure. The Boxer, great beginner radio for sure i love the tango 2 if you're planning on running elrs the tango 2 might not be the best choice i personally just love how it feels in the hands i love the gimbals and everything a lot of people are happy with the zorro a lot of people are happy with the boxer stay away from the bigger airplane style radios the tx16 things like that those are that's an older style radio meant for airplanes that for some reason people are using or selling for drones you really want something a little bit smaller especially for freestyle long range and you know cinematic do whatever you want but if you're if you're after freestyle look for a more gamepad style controller if not a boxer would probably be good for you <clears throat> um i think that's it for radios for me elrs yep. and uh a smaller radio for freestyle yep i got a big ass tx16 four and one yeah also don't buy four and ones just buy elrs one yeah if you're gonna get a radio LRS. master just get lrs because none of those I protocols all the protocols in there, are like there's like a Spectrum protocol, there's a FR yeah, Sky protocol, Spectrum, get the there's some other random ass. Yeah, don't. So if you go and you look up like FPV drone stuff and results from like Horizon Hobby pop up, you're gonna see a bunch of Spectrum bullshit. Don't buy Spectrum shit. For the most fail-safing radio system I've ever seen. I've been I've been doing FPV for seven years. Spectrum is the most fail-safe and ass system I've ever seen. No range at all. Yeah, it's just it's it's bullshit. Don't use it. It's it's all it, it's old RC car stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> where you don't really well, it's like, have range. It's, it's weird. Like the thing is, they make everything. Yeah. Um, so then goggles. I mean, we th we covered goggles. I basically just said just get HD zero goggles if you if you can get them. Don't get DJI. I guess so if I mean, you're you starting did, out, DJI yeah. might be enticing, but in the long run, it's gonna be a bunch of bullshit um yeah we did do we did do goggles yeah. huh? goggles I mean, radio what was it what did we miss tiny whoops. i'm gonna okay so so some people think some people are like dji is the best because of blah 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 and like you can't even notice the penetration the latency or whatever okay i'm oh, not talking yeah, about yeah. latency i didn't want to talk about latency or any of that because it doesn't matter because everyone's going to have some different opinion about it because everyone's brain works differently not everyone right. is going to notice everything so and some people super yeah. violently defend their purchases too yeah okay so like <laughs> but when it comes to dji 
from strictly like a pro a consumer product perspective, you're locking yourself into a closed system that has no flexibility for other external systems. Like DJI goggles, you cannot put walk snail on DJI goggles. You can't even put HD zero VRX on walk on DJI goggles. And if DJI would just make an external VRX, they would solve every problem. Or like, a tiny whoop VTX or a tiny whoop VTX. So, you know, cause the only yeah. reason anybody would need goggles that likes DJI no. other than that is for a tiny whoop because you can't yep. fly whoops with that shit. Yeah, so if they don't do that soon, make a tiny whoop. Yeah, so you know what they would do though? They would make like a small Avada or something. They wouldn't just make a tiny whoop VTX. They'd make a whole ass little fucking, you know, drone with that board like tucked inside of it with a bunch of proprietary shit, so you couldn't it would even cost take $500. it out. That, that, yeah, and cost five hundred dollars. That, that's DJI style. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, DJI has a fucking five hundred dollar tiny whoop on a drawing board somewhere. Just trying to figure yep. out how to milk that shit out of everybody. Yep. I mean, especially Bullshit. with like how popular tiny boobs are. They're yeah. they have to. They and, have to have something. And really sub two fifty remote ID. Yeah. They're they're not they 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 would be able to mass produce those without having remote ID requirements because it's sub two fifty. Yep. Although I have a feeling DJI remote ID is gonna be not is gonna be built in. It's not gonna be a module you attach anywhere. Oh, oh radios, <clears throat> don't buy a DJI radio. Yeah, definitely do not use it. a DJI radio. Do not. You if you if you fail safe on your DJI radio, you lose video as well. If you lose video while you're flying, you also lose your radio link. They're combined. Which so say you're flying on a fucking roof, you know what I mean? And you lose your video, you won't be able to just punch up and away from the roof. Your quad is just gonna go down on that roof. It's super sketchy. Like they did not think about that shit when they made it. Do not use a DJI radio. Uh I I'd really, you know, I hate DJI and I try not to bring my biases into stuff for like newbies but it just really is a bad system it's it's not user it's not community friendly dji is just out for themselves you know and they're not going to be listening to the community and making y'all anything you want anytime soon like the, the the good the only thing that's good about it is the is the is the actual tech is good mm -hmm. like the video system's not bad but gotta give them that but again you got to remember that it's just you're gonna lock in you're gonna lock yourself into something and if you want to switch, you're going to end up like me and have DJI stuff that you don't use because you realize that, oh, I want to fly analog and, uh, and, but I don't want to carry around two sets of goggles. Yeah. You know? And so. Fuck. I had something to say and I forgot now. It was, uh, I was probably just talking shit on DJI. I don't know. I was, I thought I was going to be, I was kind of worried at first. I was, oh, I remember. But you yeah. go ahead. I'll keep it up. I there. was worried about going from flying the O3 Air units because they look so good. Mm. And I was like, oh man, I'm gonna go to HD Zero. It's not gonna look as good. And honestly, it doesn't really matter. I just kind of don't care anymore. So that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't need ultra crispy super HD fucking video because 30 seconds into a pack, you could be flying an analog laden dog shit, but you're just trying to fucking rip around. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna notice bad video, but yeah. if you had a super good, if you have a really nice analog fucking signal and then DJI, 30 seconds later, your brain isn't gonna fucking care. Once you're into ripping, you're just flying around. It doesn't matter yeah. if you can see every single little fucking brain. If you're just cruising around the park looking at shit, then maybe, yeah. Then, you know, it'd be nice to have DJI, Super Ultra HD, not even reality looking at shit. But if you're, <clears throat> especially freestyle, it does not fucking matter, man. Like half the time a freestyle 
our VTXs are so beat up. You're getting little fucking sparkles and shit. It's whatever. Yeah, that's why I put DJI in my seven inch because, you know, if I'm doing long range or whatever, I can fly the O3 and it like looks really nice and I can get that cool like, you know, video. In drone <laughs> footage or what? Yeah. It also like doubles. Then I don't have to worry about like putting a GoPro on it too. So losing a GoPro long range. That's what I thought yeah. O3 would be nice for if it can get the distance. But I watched you do five kilometers on yours. So that obviously can get some pretty good range. I, can. I just need I, better. I think I, think I need it's better antennas. I think I need better Probably. antennas on my goggles, uh, but the but but for what I had, just like these Lumineer patch antennas and then two little stubbies, fucking insane. Not bad. How, Not bad. Yeah. So, and I could have went further. Uh, I guess that the max that it can do, there's like a max that it does, like I don't know, twenty kilometers, something insane like that. I don't remember. Just like the DJI hard max. Yeah, they have a hard stop just because of a latency i think so basically the way dji works is that so the way that hd zero works is it sends a video system's transmission and if it's missing like a part of the video or something it still sends it that's why you get the sparkles mm -hmm. like those sparkles are just mi missing information but as far DJI, as i understand hd zero is a digital signal on an analog being broadcasted yeah, analog or yeah whatever. but yeah so but but more sim simply it sends the video signal and if it has all the video signal you get it if it doesn't you get what you get no matter mm -hmm. what but dgi is like it's a it sends the signal right but then it's like oh we're missing some data hold on a second let's wait mm -hmm. a millisecond and then send a full signal that's why the and penetration is so latency. good yeah so that's right. why the penetration is so good because then it it takes a second and then it can send it so it it, it works a little harder so it takes a little bit longer uh so you can get that penetration and i think i've explained so technically this it doesn't have super good penetration it just kind of fakes kind of fakes it yeah it just, gives you the same image a couple times till it receives another good image whereas analog hd zero will just not give you that frame or, yeah. or it'll, it'll i'm sorry not give you the frame it'll give you the frame but missing the data and then mm -hmm. it, uh, dji just doesn't give you that frame yeah it just takes a, a second long yeah so you have that like and now, now you don't really notice it a lot. So the penetration is still kind of better just due to like, if the, if DJI says they're outputting one watt, they're definitely outputting way more than that. Oh yeah. Like yeah whatever they definitely. say they're doing, they're outputting. It's like, there is no O3 just outputs until it works as much yeah, as them shits. Fuck. Yeah. It's, it's over. It's two watt. It's two to three for sure, man. Yeah. It's fucking cook. They blast yeah. everything out. Any other system you plug in, DJI on 50 megabits or whatever, it's just going to blow out any other fucking system. And HD0, mine anyway, gets blown out very easily too. Like, I have a super strong signal. This happened in Florida. I was flying and somebody plugged in and then I just see like somebody's face looking at their quad on the bench and I'm like, holy fuck, man. I was like away from them and everything. But I remember that. I, I know who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I remember like, that. I mean, it was. <laughs> I crashed to the grass. It wasn't a big deal at all. Not like I haven't done that to 30 fucking people, but I was like, Dude. wow, HD zero, like, come on, bro. But that's how it works. It holds onto the signal as long as it can. And then it just drops it. Unlike analog that let's keep giving you a more degraded picture. Dude, that was so, um, yeah. And, and like, but I have noticed that the O3 plays way better with HD zero than than the than the vista old system did oh really that's nice maybe yeah. the signal's cleaner or something yeah all this like me and my friends fly together and they have o3s and it's like 
no problem. And even analog. But also what I noticed is the Foxier analog receiver gets no di- gets no disruption. Like the, the Foxier wildfire. wildfire. It's no it's disruption. Really, It's really good. It has no disruption from the um, DJI system. Like, you know, if you're phone with DJI and analog and it's just you get those white lines, those lines. Yep. The Wi-Fi so that doesn't here. happen at all in the Fox year. But I went to plug in the um, Sky Zone goggles I have, which have the, a similar diversity to the Rapid Fire, and you get the lines. So I think it's how, yep. how Rapid Fire and Sky Zone and probably the TBS Fusion all handle the diversity because Wildfire does something completely different. So Wildfire is the old school diversity. It's, it's one antenna or the other antenna. Whichever one's giving you the better signal is the signal you're going to get. And then yeah. um, the, the Rapid Fire and the Fusion have the mesh mode where it takes yeah. both signals together and tries to mesh them into a good one. And that's caused rolling screens and all kinds of other issues. So I think it being the old school ass fucking type of module, that, that that's why it helps. It's not trying yeah. to do anything fancy. Just like, oh, this antenna, oh, this one's getting a little weak. Let's switch to this one, you know? I had great that, luck with my wildfire. I had a really good video with it. That shit, that shit did not clip in properly to my HG zero module. And it's like the module kind of broke. And then some of the pins broke on the HG zero module, but oh, none God. of the pins that I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, they got the, all the wildfire, shit. the wildfire, I believe wouldn't fit in orcas either. The fan got in the way. I have it taped right now just to keep it in there and it's fine. Oh my so God. I just don't take it up. My camera came unplugged, but we're good. It's still recording. Fuck. Yeah. I, I kind of want to get one of the, um, I kind of want to get one of the Wi-Fi modules, but I don't know. I don't really need it. So. I have, oh wait, no. I was going to have two of them, but I already promised the other one to Vampire. Um, I plugged it in and couldn't get it working, but I got to mess with it some more. I just did it real quick. Um, yeah. So basically just buy issue zero goggles if you're starting new. I think so, man. I think they're, they've been proven now to be pretty fucking good goggles. I'm rough on my gear, very rough, and I've had no issues with mine at all ever. Um, they, you can do walk snail on them if you want. You can do fucking HG0. You can do analog. You can fly literally any craft except for DJI, but you got to have DJI to do that shit. I think, I think if you're starting off and you got the money, definitely, um, you know, like I said, Boxer, Zorro, Tango 2, depending on what you want to fly. Get some HG Zero goggles. Uh, they are like six hundred bucks, but if you're gonna stick with FPV, this shit's fucking expensive, and that's you know that's a, it's a great investment that's gonna last you forever. My first goggles were, uh, God, were Quantum V twos. They were literally like this fucking long, dude. They were the longest shits ever. Long ass goggles because you had to have the fucking screen all the way down there. There was no like magnifying nothings. I had those forever, and then I got some Fat Shark hd hd threes or some shit for like 250 and it changed my world i was like oh my god this is so much nicer it's so much nicer having like those style goggles than than box goggles and shit but i had them forever forever until i got my orcas but i i got those for free oh those those orcas did your orcas uh get fucked up from that thing the bug i never yeah. turned them on they haven't been turned on since i got the hd zeros Oh no! I was gonna sell them to the homie, and um, I was like, oh, "Whatever, I'm not gonna do the update. That's all on you." But he's kind of new to FPV, so I was like, "Fuck." I mean, it doesn't matter. He's a smart guy; he can figure it out. But I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll update them and get rid of the bug, and then I'll sell them." But I think he's gonna buy some HD zeros now. The Orca goggles are sick. I was gonna get them, but they were ne- never in stock, so I got Sky Zones, which actually the Sky Zone mm-hmm. goggles are pretty OX4s? good too. Yeah, O4X or whatever. They they're, yeah. they're I hear, just I hear good things. They're honestly just as good as the HD Zero goggles. They just don't have HD Zero in them. Mm-hmm. So like, I hear the picture is nice and big. Yeah, 
It like, is. Like the screens are real good on those. I I tried some on once and they looked good, but I didn't. You know, I just tried them. I on think the screen might fun. be like. It feels like the screen was like a little bit. The the screen is a different ass size and the. Uh, it feels like yeah. more square. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. So it used to be goggles were like square, but starting with um, oh, what was it? The HD zeros, which or no, no, no. I'm sorry. The um, what, what's the new Fat Shark or Walk Snow goggle called from Fat Shark? They're called the fucking HD. Where well, they already oh, had HDO, a goggle. That, HDO twos. HDO. Yeah. Okay. So it is HDO. So they they had they already had a goggle named the fucking HDO and shit. Um, I got those, and that's when the trend of goggles started with like the circle and a square thing. Whatever no, optics. Dominator. The Dominators. Uh, it wasn't Dominator. No, no, no. It's the that's same what they are name. Now. That... Oh, is that what it is? It was Dominator. The walk snail goggles. Yeah. Yeah, the walk snail yeah. goggles are Dominators. Oh, weird. I thought it was called HD HD zero or something, but um. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> so starting with those goggles, it had a little like it looked like you had a circle and a square because of the optics, whatever one they switched to. And then Orca had the same thing, but Orca's the one it bothered me less on those. And um, HD zero, I believe, has the same thing. But it's just whatever optics people are using now. It's not just a little squarey thing. It's it's a round in the fucking square. UOGs out there don't know what I'm talking about. I sound like some rambling old man. Back in my day, it was just fucking square. You didn't have any fucking circles in your squares like you do now. But that that was Dude, a fact. I uh, I got I went to the website for Fat Shark, and it's the oh, video. God. I remember you made fun of the video. Yeah, I don't remember what video it was you made, but you were like, "Oh, we got girls fly drones." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that video is like this um, girl shows up, and it's like, "Who the fuck is this girl?" Women don't fly drones. There's only like four. Like. I mean, <laughs> They did it. They're just like, they're just like, yeah, I'm trying. Uh, one of their part of their site still had lorem, lorem, lorem ipsum or whatever text. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, is it? Did they finally fix it? Well, oh, what video did, was it where you made fun of that commercial? That was my uh, the, the video for the walk snail system when it came out, I think. Yeah, God, was the, I was wrong about walk snail or walk snail is unflyable. Oh uh, god, I don't remember. It's one of the you have two. three of them. You have Yo. several. Yeah, because why you thought I was clickbaiting the shit out of those motherfuckers, bro? It was a hot ass topic. I ain't above fucking riding on trends to get a couple views. I and I, you know, I'm not gonna fucking say anything. Is uh, anyway, oh, <laughs> they no. still have the next wave RF fucking module on here. I can't believe this. I cannot believe this. This is tell me they're not asking money for this thing. Oh, the Fat Shark site is fucking bullshit. Bro, I'm gonna. Can I send you that link here? Look at this. This is that we used to use this. This was an actual VTX that we used to use to fucking fly drones on. It has dip switches to change your bands. If you want to do race band, both switches up. If you want to use immersion RC, race band was also H no eight. It was uh, C. It was C band back then. Race band was C, not not R. But if you want to use race band, two dip switches up. If you want to use immersion RC, fat shark band, two dip switches down. It was oh god! Are you looking at it? This thing was yeah. so fucking terrible. They still have it on their site. They're I hope this is just this, to though. be like a fucking museum, and they're not like, look at this cool ass fucking product that we can sell you for your money. No, it's wow, just probably old, and they probably don't update shit. I'm having fucking, I'm getting trauma from looking at the site. FPV sucked back then. Everything was fucking horrible. You kids these days, you really got it pretty damn lucky. You got all this nice stuff to choose from. We had to fucking tie tin cans as props, and we had to use our dogs as batteries. It was it got rough for a while. 
Wait, yeah, they didn't the... use Dominator again. How are they going to use Dominator again? Aren't the goggles, the the Fat Shark Dominators and the Walk Snail goggles are exactly the same, aren't they? Was well, that the whole, yeah. like, everyone was confused about it? So they, uh, Walk Snail partnered with Fat Shark to design the goggles. So the the as far as I know, the Fat Shark engineers and stuff are the ones that designed the actual goggles, like, that go on your head. And then Walksnail did everything else, you know, the Walksnail system. They did all that. Fat Shark just designed the goggles. Fat Shark sold them in white, and Walksnail sells them in gray. There's no difference besides that that I know of. Yeah, because the Walksnail avatar and then the Fat Shark Dominators are supposed to be the same goggles. Except for you can get the, the Dominators goggle. for 480. I'm sure they sold three pairs total, so they're trying to move them shits. Yeah. I, I, I bet they're sitting on a fucking ton of those. I mean, so Rotor Riot, I, I hate how every episode we talk shit on them, but they just are so easy. Every or, or Rotor Riot, everybody was flying the walk snails when they came out. Everybody was dropping the affiliate links. And Bubby was like, this is the greatest new system that's come out. They made all their videos. Oh, my God. Walk snail is so good. Not one person uses them now. Not one person in that organization still uses No, they all do. Every, they're all fucking using it. Walk snail? They're all they're using all it. They're using it. They're, no, they're throwing this shit out at, at fucking Rampage. Like they were throwing out Walksnail VRXs at Rampage. Everyone there was using Walksnail. Even fucking Why what's in all their face? videos are using DJI. Even even fucking Van uh Vanover uses Walksnail. Like all their videos, they're using Walksnail. All look, I saw look, was DJI. I I mean no, I obviously have don't look at their fucking shit that often, but I know Cricket ain't using no fucking Walksnail. Um Bardwell, he just uses everything. I feel like well, cricket, cricket's his own, viewer, like but... his own, like yeah, cricket own... isn't part of Rotor Riot, so that was an unfair. He is, one. he so is, and he is it. <laughs> so who's actually part of it is like I would say, Bubby, Ladrablis, Fly RC. Oh, I guess Bubby is using DJI. Yeah, Bubby's using DJI. Vanover guarantee you he doesn't use fucking Walk Snail when he's hanging out with Michael Bay. That motherfucker's using DJI all fucking day. You think Vanover uses Walk Snail on a fucking Transformer shoot, bro? That was one time. That was like he did. Like that was like, and I don't want to talk shit, but that was one thing that he did. You know what I mean? That he's was done, one he's time. More, he's done other gig work. He's done. He's done. I know he's done other before. gig work, but working on a Michael Bay movie. That was like that was right, like right. One. But I'm saying you think he uses fucking walks now when he does that shit. There's no way. No, There's no, probably no not. He probably uses way. like a probably DJI for sure. Yeah, makes more sense. Use DJI for everything. I don't think Drew flies anymore, so I I can't comment on that. Um those fools definitely be using DJI, not fucking walks. I'm sure at Rampage they did because they wanted to sell it to you. But yeah. I don't care enough to fucking go watch any of that content to find out. Yeah, I don't. I um, I don't know. I think that the uh, it was fine. Uh, the it was fine. What was fine? Rampage oh. was fine. <laughs> so. oh, I see you want to get away from that subject now. Oh, good. I'm glad everybody had fun. Legit, I'm glad everybody had fun there. Um, if you're no, new just, to FPV, I'm, totally I'm going to say stay away from Rotor Riot. Here's They're what I'm going to say. Now you anybody who piece. thinks that it's anyone who's like gets upset that people talk shit about Rotor Riot uh, is like people talk shit about fucking Walmart and Target too. You know what I mean? They're just companies. It's a business. It's not a person. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like who gives a shit, right? It's a company. And it's even worse that, the, you know, that, um, you know, some of these companies are owned by more nefarious, larger companies. So, you know, yeah. they deserve to have criticism. It's just how it is. So, 
Uh, 100%. Also, they've, they've done a lot of people dirty over the years. You know what I mean? So a lot of people have damn good reason to talk shit on them. Yeah, exactly. I it's try not like, to fuck it. I try not to. It comes up like every episode, but there's just, it's just, they, they just do such dumbass shit that it's hard to not call it out, you know? Well, I think the organization's changed a lot, it seems like, based on what Oh, I've a seen. lot. I so much. I used to be in that shit. I used to be on the fucking goddamn team in videos and stuff. You think yeah. I'd be on that shit back then if it was like this, man? Fuck no. I don't care yeah. about money enough, which we didn't get any in the first place, but I don't care about money enough to fucking do some dumb shit like that. Um, oh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there was something that... Uh, yeah, if you're new to drones... <coughs> I, I would stay away from Rotorite if you're new, man. Don't, There's a yeah, lot don't of go buy like the Rotorite Biden flies. Don't buy all that shit. Find your Definitely own path. I, I'm Find hard your... pressed to recommend a Biden fly over three inches anyway. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I do want to mention, though. The radio, the goggles, Biden fly tiny whoop. But then once you want to grow up and get into like a bigger five-inch drone... People are going to... There's going to be a million opinions about this stuff. Right, there's very limited options when it comes to like goggles and radios. There's really like realistically, I would say there's really only two or three radios that you would want to get to fly. Uh three brands anyway, like Radio Master, TBS, and I don't even know what else if there is anything else at this point that I would say is I mean there's like X lights and their old Nirvana and uh jumper pros and shit. Stay away yeah, from yeah, those. Yeah. Stay away from the jumpers by the way too. Those aren't that great. The jumper T Any... Pro that is basically just a tango. Yeah, that was the first one of the first tango clones after the tango came out. There's a couple of them. Like Radio Master still, you know, they're decent but they they are still like a cloning company. They just use everybody else's fucking designs and shit. Like even the boxer looks like a little mambo, little mamba. Yeah, isn't the Jumper T, though? Wasn't there another... Oh, DJI. It kind of looks like the DJI one, too. DJI yeah, copied DJI that. Also either way, either that. way. Either way, there's... there's Realistically, if you go with that stuff, uh, goggles, you have a couple... You have, like, a couple choices. Um, you know, try not... The, the, the I always hate buying, like, very dedicated, specific ecosystems, you know, so try not to do that. Uh, but then when it comes to actually building out your quad... Ever, there's there's a lot of options um, when it comes to electronics that go inside, and everyone's gonna say something different. Um, but I've been flying Happy Model. I've flown a couple different things, but the first thing I ever bought was Happy Model, and that flight controller. I'm pretty sure I still have it. Maybe I don't know. I might have died, but it lasted almost a year. Um, no bad. No bad. My ESCs die, but also when you're crashing, if you're crashing a bunch, you're flying like freestyle and you're crashing a bunch, it's going to just break because the gyro, the, those electronics can only take so much, like vi so many vibrations. Yeah. It's a lot of sensitive electronics yeah. that were slamming pretty hard. So, yeah, you, you know, so, expect things to break when you crash. Yeah. So when someone says like, oh, I had this thing die after two months, but what they didn't tell you is that in that two months, they crashed their drone 300 times into concrete. Yeah, their soldering looked like garbage yeah. to start with. Yeah, they're with. starting they with shit. a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. And they ripped fucking pads off. So, like, don't, don't, don't buy into that bullshit. Uh, so, Hobby Wing, I would, for me personally, and the only reason I say that is because when you look at companies that produce this stuff, the companies that have the money to produce a lot of stuff, like Hobby Wing, makes stuff for airplanes, cars, but they make every RC 
electronic. they're like VESC for, yeah. for cars and shit. They make they make top quality products for every branch of radio of mm-hmm. the RC hobby. So when it comes to just buying like a hobby wing flight controller stack, it just makes sense because you know that they have the understanding of how to like make electronics. The so, the hobby wing ESC is my go-to. I will not use any ESC except for the hobby wing ESC. I have had mixed results with the flight controller though, with the X yeah. rotor flight controller. I've had mixed results with that for sure. I'm currently flying one with no issue. Yeah. Mine, mine too. I, I had one come in. That I think it's like over here, but it has, um, I think the gyro is kind of fucked on it. I couldn't tell if it was a gyro or whatever. Cause it would like Twitch. Uh, and it was like brand new. So I don't know, but it happens yeah, too. That just happens. It, it could happen with any brand. So I've got one DOA ESC in my career of buying from Hobbywing. And I order direct. I go to hobbywing.com and I order direct from them. They they have fantastic customer service. I had one DOA and they just swapped me out for a new one. I, I had to send a picture of it and shit, but they just swapped me out. And they ship pretty so. fast. Don't think yeah. they have a distribution center in, in the States, I think. I don't use Amazon, so I don't have some weird like prime shipping fucking mental thing i feel like a lot of people that have amazon prime if you tell them like four day shipping five day they're like oh my god fucking five day we're like bro that's just fucking normal amazon prime has yeah. ruined you with this fucking next day shit but yeah normal shipping like five days for hobby wing it ain't bad at all uh if you do priority mail if you pay the extra you pay like 10 bucks for priority shipping uh also it's like two to three days yeah priority's fast uh, as fuck also i want to mention that hobby wing i think right now has a sale for their 40 amp ESCs are on sale because they're phasing them out to do the 45. So the mm-hmm. 60 amp and the 40 amps are obsolete. So they upgraded to 65 and 45, which right. it doesn't really make a difference. But no, nah, 40 like, amp is what I run and it's plenty. And they're fucking on sale right now for really cheap. Hey, oh, really? Yeah. Good call. So fucking maybe pick up an extra flight controller. I was thinking about getting a stack. Uh, but yeah, so those are on sale, I think. At the time of recording this, uh, they have them. Uh, so yeah. And then also like I've heard people say stuff that T motor is good for everything. Pretty much anything. T motor is pretty, pretty good. I've had some hit and miss with them, but you know, if you look at overall, they're good. They had a really good ESC flight controller for a while. Their motors are pretty decent. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, Foxier as well. I've heard it's like, yeah, Foxier solid. I'd agree with that. Yeah, so the 20 by 20 40 amp is 50 bucks now, which is normally 80. Yeah, I can't find the fucking, I fucking see this shit. Is it on just Hobby Wing North America? Yeah, and, and it's in the products under FPV Racing. Okay, well, so I click on aircraft, then when I go down to FPV Racing, it disappears. Oh, cause, oh God. Products. It, never mind. It's some yeah. Windows. It's my Windows. It's I don't need whatever. the ES. Oh, the flight controller is not even on sale. It's just 50 bucks, like it always is. But the whole stack for the uh, 20 amp. I see it at $84 for what? For the whole stack. On Hobby. Yeah, the whole stack. But next to it, there's a there's a ESC that's 50 bucks. Okay, I got you. I got you. And that's the 40 amp. But the apparently the 40 Hobby Wing is solid. Hobby Wing is some of the most solid shit um, in FPV gear that you can get. Apparently they come conformal coded, I believe. Apparently the 45 is supposed to be the shit too. Nice. I'm excited to try it. It looks the same, but it's got five more amps. <laughs> Any other advice like, for fucking newbies? Um, 
newer yeah. if you're new new to a year in whatever also if you've only flown like whoops get a five inch if you've only flown five inches get a three and a half the grinderino drops or the grinderino's out now where you can get fucking whatever else you want but try different sizes it's it's fun to try different quads yeah get the get the grinderino or um get the get the ladrib ladrib skylight three and a half inch no. Don't ever. That's not even a thing. But don't do that. I I hear the it small heat is good. What really? He's it, a three yeah. inch. I have one. When did that come out? It's been out for a long time, like almost two years. Oh, okay. Probably. It probably. Sucks I'm just kidding. Then, but um, um, I heard the I small heat's it. good, but the Grandorino is really the best three and a half inch that's been made in years. Yeah. Um, I don't really yes. have much else other micros, but I just see people posting their small heats. Um. Yeah, I think maybe next time we should review Joshua Barbell's uh, frame. Yeah, the um, no, the QAV. <laughs> the he QAV, reviewed your frame. Wait. Yeah, he did. They the uh, I heard I heard it was good. It was a good review. I mean, I don't know I really. I can't think of anything negative to say about that frame. So I'm glad the review was positive. Uh, I posted a comment. I said, "Don't trust the Bob Grinder propaganda. You can break the That's frame." Good. That's smart. Yeah, you can fucking break that. Wait, did you see? Uh, yeah, did you see my Grind Arena release video? You have, yeah, you have I mean, a cameo. You have a cameo in that, yeah. I know. Um, I thought that was yeah, clever. I, 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 the, the biggest issue... Actually, I want to point this out. The biggest issue with this frame... This is my janked up fucking quad that I don't use. The the weak points are right here, but I think that's the weak point yeah. in every frame is where the arms are. So like when that you breaks split up. deck? When you yeah. do split deck, yeah. But I think that this frame, just the the way that, the, that it's the skinny parts stick out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think of the version two, I would, I would think of another way to do that. The, Talk. the deck in the back, the mid deck, mid plate. Uh, no, it's yeah. So basically with arms come out, there's like those little skinny things. Oh, for the a, arms. Yeah. I don't know if there's a way like on those plates to make it like, I don't know if it would make it weaker or what, but it feels like that part is the weakest part. And it's so in the mid, you're talking about the actual arm breaking, right? No, the the plate here. This plate delaminates all the time, right here. I've never so had that happen. Skinny. You're just nope. That's your problem. That's never happened to anybody but you. Okay, then. Um, nope. All right. Well, I no, I just I've never had that happen, but I will. Um, I will. I will look into that for sure. Oh, these are it breaks right here too. Yeah, that part, the back is that is it yeah. the mid? Yeah, that's where yeah. Uh, I broke in two. Both mine broke there. Definitely a deserved. It deserved to break somewhere, but. And I'm like, someone's going to fucking break. It's whatever, really. But I will, um, you know, if it starts becoming an issue, I'll definitely fucking beef it up. No, but the thing is the replacement parts for these, it's so, like if you buy a whole frame for 80 bucks, right? That's fine. You have all the hardware. Mm -hmm. And another thing I would recommend is the hardware is trash. Like the the screws and stuff. Oh, like really? The, those black hardware, like most of the black hardware that you get uh mm -hmm. is this really soft so yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. i strip i strip i've stripped every single countersunk screw so i would get oh, no i shit. would get those like 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 the apex frames have like the silver like screws mm -hmm. and that frame's about I've just the same some, price. i've had some silver that were pretty malleable those screws i haven't had an issue with mine yet that i'll um hmm. i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm not i don't know i i use i've used they're all pretty much the same type of screws i don't know if it's the exact same hardware because i have a bunch of fucking screws i just order so maybe i'm wrong 
Uh, but yeah, I haven't had a problem because I know bad screws for sure. My motors used to come with bad screws, and it's super annoying because they strip out really easy. But I haven't had that issue with the uh, the Demibot. Yeah, I can't get any of these arms off right now because I usually just have to like drill a hole in it. Yeah, I fucking hate. It. I used to have to do it with my motors all the time. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Fuck. Cool. So uh, let's end the podcast on that. Grim hates the Demibot, even though I have two of them and don't fly anything mm-hmm. else. <laughs> it's the the it flies really well that's when i was like the back split deck is different than the straight bottom that i did but i just love the way it flies so much fucking better uh yeah i mean the, the thing is the apex i was fly, i was testing out the apex at the same time and it was breaking so much more and so much because there's so much pressure the way that it's it's locked in the apex is so much pressure in the middle that it just like breaks i think uh oh, so it, well i guess i think one final thing I want to say, like, if you don't want anything to break, just, just don't crash and get good. Yeah. So get good quick. Yeah. Get don't, good quick. I mean, but you can't get good if you ain't fucking pushing yourself and you push mm-hmm. yourself, you're going to crash. So it's a, it's a cycle of violence that really just continues all throughout your career. Like I and still fly every single shit. day, like give up most responsibilities you have in your life to fly your drone and get yeah. good. Bring it with you to work, fly on your lunch break, you know, mm-hmm. Grab a grinderino. So when you go to the grocery store, be like, oh, one moment, honey, I got to take this call and then just rip in the parking lot. And then get, get a tiny loop so that when you're inside the grocery store, you can fly around while your, while yep. your wife's getting Also, uh, also do that. Buy a gaming yep. PC, buy a 3D printer, mm-hmm. um, get a bigger monitor. You're going to have to get some uh, OBS stuff so you can live stream. You're going to have to get a camera, lights. It's a whole thing. You know, you gotta I think it's buying a drone. You're buying into a lifestyle. And you're going to have to get a vlogging camera. So then when you go fly, mm-hmm. you can tell people where you're flying. Uh, well, you don't have to use vlog- it. You can buy a vlogging camera and just put it on your shelf for three years too. Yeah, yeah, and then just vlog with your uh, your GoPro oh, or whatever on your yeah. drone. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Because <laughs> you can't figure out all these goddamn controls on the camera. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of shit to learn. Just Seven crank every. In, just put on auto. Just put on auto. You're good. Seven years in, and I'm finally using manual controls on my shit. And I didn't, I didn't learn cameras until I started doing photography. I've I've made vlogs for seven fucking years. And I could not figure out how to do anything until I started doing photography. Dude, I, I just oh, I just finished a roll. I just finished a roll of film in my film camera that I've had for two years, like in the camera. And I need to yeah. go develop it because I don't know what the fuck's on it. Uh, That's fun, though. That's fun. There was a guy that the studio I had who had a dark room. He had like a film studio. And I he sold me. He had all these cameras. And he, I was like, I'm buy one of these. I bought a camera from him. And then I just never went back. So, but yeah, I need to get that developed. All right. I well, just develop remember- your film and let us all know next week what's on it. For sure. Peace. Was that it? Uh, is that it? <laughs>